All right, welcome to the Rockwell ISD podcast, keeping it real with Dr. Virial, and I'm your host, Dr. V, and today we're talking about the upcoming 2021 bond proposal with David Carter, our Senior Chief Financial Officer, and Luann Hughes, our Executive Director of Technology. Join us now as we discuss important topics related to educating our most important customers, our students. So let's talk about excellence now. Our vision is our purpose. Why? Because growing others in Rockwell ISD is who we are. Let's talk about innovation. There are opportunities for us to improve. So let's talk about relationships. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of Rockwell ISD Podcast, Keeping It Real with Dr. Virial. I'm your host, Dr. V, and today we're talking about the 2021 bond proposal that will be on the ballot for voters on November 2nd. Today is the fifth of our bond podcast series over the next several weeks, and we will highlight different aspects of the bond propositions in more detail in each podcast. Now, today's podcast is a discussion about Proposition B, which impacts classroom technology. Let me first thank you guys for coming on the podcast today. Uh, Do you mind introducing yourselves for our listeners out there and maybe saying how long you've been in public education? I'm Luann Hughes and I'm the Executive Director of Technology for Rockwall. I um, can't believe it, but I've been in public education for over 40 years and has been a technology director for the last 21. So very honored to be here in Rockwall. Thanks. Thanks, Dr. V. I'm David Carter. I'm the Senior Chief Financial Officer. Uh, In my role here in Rockwell ISD, I try to provide support and leadership to our finance department, our operations team, and our technology department. I've been in Rockwall since 2018. I have loved every minute of it. I've been in public education for 12 years now uh, and just excited to be here. So thanks, Luann. Thanks, David. And uh, I'll just share that I'm, I'm in my 30th year, I believe, in public education. I started in 1992, and we'll be going to 2022 soon, or so we'll be approaching that year 30. So just as a reminder to our listeners, Proposition A is about new construction. Again, two ninth grade centers, both on one on the south side of 30, one on the north side of 30. Uh, that will help us out at Heath High School with the growth there. 2,900 students are climbing to 2,900 students. And then just at th- just under 3,000 students at Rockwell High School where the ninth graders will be served north of 30. We also have a new middle school to help relieve congestion at Kane Middle School. Uh, Kane is a um, lot of students overcrowding there as well. And then a new building uh, for Rocho Elementary School, one of our oldest buildings. In Proposition A, we have buses, we have facility upgrades, those facility upgrades just being specific. uh, The plan is to move sixth grade into the middle schools and um, have renovations at the existing three middle schools in order to serve our kiddos in a great academic experience on a daily basis. As an example, uh, at the elementary level, sixth graders receive maybe fine arts um, instruction a few times a week or maybe they're getting on a bus and shuttling to advanced academic math at the middle schools. We have 16 elementaries doing that. This will help uh, not only uh, those students, but but all students have access to a middle school schedule on a daily basis with multiple periods attached to that. We just think our kids can learn at higher levels. The facilities bond committee comprised of parents, teachers, and staff, along with community and business leaders, develop a 400 and $75.8 million bond package that impacts all of our students at every school 
in, in Rockwell ISD. Today we're going to talk about Proposition B and the technology impact on students in the classroom. Just to be sure that our listeners understand, state law requires certain provisions to separate out uh, bond proposals for the voters. And so in Rockwell ISD, voters will cast separate ballots for Proposition A and Proposition B. And to be clear, in Proposition A, as it addresses facilities, without the technology, you, you could have empty classrooms, things like that. And uh, uh, on what different than what we're accustomed to, generally every classroom has technology, but with the, the legislative rule, we have to separate that out for the voters. So uh, proposition and tech, proposition B and technology is very important. All right, uh, Ms. Hughes, can you tell us what is provided in Proposition B? So uh, Proposition B, as you said, Dr. B, is all about technology. In Proposition B, we will be updating classroom computers and Chromebooks that are in need of a life cycle replacement at all campuses, as well as providing technology for new campuses. We'll provide interactive uh, multimedia displays in all classrooms. And uh, we will, on the infrastructure side, enhance our Wi-Fi uh, connectivity in classrooms as needed and update our infrastructure to make sure that we're meeting all the needs. And it's fair to say that that's generally the technology technology that's that's standard in all of our classrooms that is correct and then just for the listener out there we talk about multimedia displays what does that mean for the listeners i know a lot of our parents have meet the teacher days and and and, and nights when they go to our campuses and they go into a classroom and they're able to see the technology that's provided to our kids so they can learn can you just kind of simply define multimedia displays so if you go in a classroom and you look at a multimedia display, it looks like a, a large TV, but it has a lot more features than, than your TV that you would have in your home. It has a built-in computer that allows you to access the internet, digital textbooks, uh, interactive whiteboards, all kinds of interactive learning opportunities for kids that just a, a traditional whiteboard cannot do. It also allows the teacher to record their lessons if they choose to do that to share later on. And it also allows teachers and students to connect remotely and share their work and their learning. Technology just continues to change. Um, it'll change over time. I know we, we anticipate the growth of 3,500 students over the next 10 years. Who knows what technology will look like for them 10 years from now. So the question has been asked, uh, technology and replacing Chromebooks, what is our technology refresh cycle? So today we have a, a five-year cycle for replacement of um, end-user devices like Chromebooks, which is a very typical uh, replacement cycle for school districts. Okay, and so with that cycle, you know, something that are that I've heard out there as we talk about the facts related to the current bond proposals A and B, the question is asked about how those bonds would be sold in order to fund. Uh, proposition B and the technology there within. Mr. Carter, can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Thanks, Dr. V. Uh, so typically, uh, the district finances our bonds over a 30-year period um, when we're building new buildings and things like that. O obviously, buildings have a, a lot long, longer uh, useful life than a, a piece of technology, and so that's why we try to uh, use uh, long-term bonds. For projects that have a shorter lifespan like technology, classroom technology or buses and things of that nature, we try to finance those with short-term bonds, you know, approximately about a five-year 
uh, amortization schedule. So those projects that, that uh, have a short lifespan, we don't finance those over a 30-year period. We try to finance those over about approximately about a five-year period. Thanks, Mr. Carter. You know, when you consider the growth of 3,500 students um, per our demographer build out is double the current enrollment and we're currently at 18,000 students. Uh, usually we use 30-year uh, bond sales in order to fund facilities. Uh, many students over a 30-year period will have the great opportunity to be in those new facilities over time. So um, that makes a lot of sense in terms of how we, we um we sell our bonds for facilities and, and then also short-term bonds for technology. Appreciate that. So let's talk about state testing. Last year, we allowed students to test online for STAR testing. That was the first time we've ever done that. I think some districts in the area chose to do the same thing. The STAR testing historically has been um, a paper test and now we're moving to, or TEA is moving to an online platform that will be required in the future and so in preparation for that future requirement of online testing on a high-stakes star test um, we did a pilot last year with uh, online testing of star can you talk a little bit about how that went you know that was a very successful pilot and uh, I look forward to us standardizing on our, our standardized test being online it it provides results faster it's it's uh, it's a very seamless process for the for the staff to get the test administered so this proposition will help um, solidify that that Wi-Fi that's needed and the devices we need yeah so many kids on the the Wi-Fi at a computer taking a test at one time and it's it's, it's a pretty important experience there the way our state is designed accountability so um, great effort there on that pilot and um, I know we're making great adjustments as we move forward with online testing this year as well so proposition B is just one part of the overall bond proposal uh, mr. Carter I think our you know we've shared this in, in groups where we've gone out to the community and had conversations to talk about the facts related to the bond um, but can you share the cost of the bond um, overall for the, the, the listener here. Sure, Dr. V. So if both uh, propositions are approved, uh, we estimate that the tax rate will increase by a maximum of three quarters of a penny. Uh, so for the average home value in Rockwell ISD, which is estimated to be around $350,000, uh, this tax rate impact would be approximately about $25 a year. Uh, just a couple other things to note uh, about that. Obviously, we don't sell all of these bonds at one time. Uh, we try to match those bond sales with when we are actually uh, constructing those projects. Uh, we, as, as we mentioned earlier, we also uh, finance uh, short-term projects like te classroom technology and things of that nature with short-term bonds. Uh, and then last but not certainly but not least, uh, homeowners 65 years of age or older, uh, even if both bond propositions are passed, will not see any impact uh, to their taxes that they pay on an annual basis. Thanks, Mr. Carter. And the overall history of the district and the current tax rate where it was in the past, can you give, us, uh, give the listeners some idea on where the tax rate is now? Yes, sir. So since 2015, uh, the district's overall tax rate has decreased by about 17 uh, cents. Uh, that's the lowest tax rate uh, in the past 31 years and one of the lowest tax rates of any school district in the surrounding area. So uh, uh, certainly very proud of that. Uh, because of the uh, financially prudent decisions that our board uh, has made, the district has been fortunate enough to be recognized by 
local, state, and national uh, organizations and been awarded uh, awards for fiscal responsibility, financial management, and transparency. So certainly uh, very proud uh, of those uh, accomplishments that the district has been able to achieve. Yeah, what a great uh, honor to be able to achieve those those um, accountability expectations in the area of finance. Um, good information for the listener there. Just a reminder to our voters, you will see two propositions on the ballot which require two separate votes. Um, proposition A, just, just as a reminder, again, facilities with Kane Middle School providing relief with, with a new middle school, the additional classroom spaces to accommodate sixth graders at the existing three middle schools. Two ninth grade centers are in this bond proposal as well. And then there's also a replacement of Rochel Elementary School. Um, and then modernizing our security, improving facilities district-wide, purchasing buses to add to our bus fleet. Proposition B, we have the classrooms, technology is the next need, and in Proposition B, it includes updating classroom computers, Chromebooks, in need of a life cycle replacement of all campuses, providing interactive media displays, enhancing Wi-Fi connectivity and IT infrastructure to accommodate new and additional usage. So I encourage our audience to listen to our entire podcast series as we review different aspects of the Vaughn. Don't forget, Election Day is November 2nd, and early voting runs from October 18th through October 29th. And for more information about the Vaughn, please visit our website at www.rockwellisd.com backslash 2021 bond proposal. Great information, Luann, David, thanks for being here today. I know our listeners appreciate the information, but I do have some off-topic bond quick hit questions for you. And I know you haven't seen this, are you ready? So I'll ask you a quick hit and then you provide the listeners with a response, okay? All right, Luann, what was the first computer you owned? Oh my goodness, Uh, it it was an Apple. I waited for the GUI interface. So I had an Apple IIe. I think mine was a IIe also. IIe. It was a a green screen Apple IIe. Mr. Carter? The first computer I ever owned. It's probably a calculator, but. It probably was a calculator. (laughs) I am a math guy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, It was some type of Apple, but I can't even remember what it was called. (laughs) Yeah, technology has come a long way, right? All right, so did you ever use a dial-up connection for the internet? Absolutely, AOL. Yes, sir, and it was certainly uh, not the most convenient thing looking back on it. Now, you guys don't, you guys can decide who wants to, to demonstrate this next question, but what did it sound like for our youth out there that don't know about dial-up, what did it sound like when you actually dialed up on the internet. Dr. V, I think I'm going to defer to Luann about I, that. I think this should be you, Dr. V. I really do. What was, what was, what was the sound? Let me, let me YouTube that in. Uh, what was it? Dial? Dial-up connection. Up connection. So I'm probably not good at demonstrating what, what it sounded like to do the old dial-up connection for internet access. But uh, for our listeners out there, especially our, our, our young people out there, I do have a, a sound here and a demonstration.
So our kids don't even know what that sounded like, but I do remember the old days of trying to use the internet. So and that's okay that they don't know. And that would be a hard sound for you guys to make. I mean, I, I, we got to admit. All right, great job. That's it for this episode of Rockwell ISD Podcast, Keeping It Real with Dr. Virial. I'm your host, Dr. V, and I want to thank my guest, David Carter, our Senior Chief Financial Officer, and Luann Hughes, our Executive Director of Technology. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching Rockwell ISD, and you can find us on our website at rockwellisd.com slash podcast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Until then, I'm Dr. V. Let's talk about relationships.